uh, I'm Ben. Uh, I have been part of this church for over 15 years now, which is longer than I would wish to admit. Uh, but I have, yeah, and I've been asked to share something of what God's saying to me today. Um, uh, when I told my wife, uh, Emily, I was like, I've been asked to talk to church. She's like, that's brilliant. What have you been asked to do? I said, chef, sort of 10, 15 minutes on a parable of what Jesus is sharing. She's like, that's great. You've been asked to share 10 minutes. Uh, so, so I better keep to that time. Um, so like I said, I'm Ben. I've got a wife, Emily. I've got two, two wonderful kids who are already two snacks into today. Uh, so we'll just, we'll see. We've got enough in the bag. Um, I, I'm a teacher. I have... Um, been part of students, young adults, I have served on youth, I have led on marriage prep. I like to think that I'm unofficially involved in the worship just because I've got a big gob and you've probably heard me sing. Um, but about 18 months ago, I got COVID for the first time and I had, um, and then I haven't really fully recovered since, uh, which has meant that I have quite a lot of sort of fatigue. Uh, mental fatigue, physical fatigue, uh, can lead in a tremor, which you might see at some point today. I've also, it's nice, my nice uh, happy stool that I might need at some point um, because my body doesn't work in the way that it used to do. And I have had to go on a quite a long journey in terms of what does that mean to be a, uh, to, to be like a Christian, what does that mean to be a dad, what does that mean to be a teacher, uh, to be just someone who has, like I used to be, I, I didn't realize how much of my identity I put into what I did, and how much I did at church, and to like how I was, and how I, how I acted until that suddenly got taken away from me, and what I'm sharing with you today, and what God's been speaking to me about is, what does it look like to be a a Christian, how does it look to serve when, when that's different or in, in that different space? Um, so I'm going to read uh, the passage is Matthew uh, 25, um, the verses 14 to 30. So it's the parable of the talents. Uh, in different Bibles, it gets called parable of the bags of gold, parables of some other stuff as well. I know it by the parable of the talents. So, uh, so I'm going to read for you. So Chapter 25, verse 14. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one, he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, and to another one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one with two talents gave two more. But the man who had received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. The man with two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. 
Then the man who had received one talent came. Master, he said, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid, and I went out and hid your talents in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. The master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and I gather where you have, I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For everyone who has will be given more and will, he will have in abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness there where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth which is a, a lovely place to leave it. Uh, but I think it's important that I read the full parable and I want to come back to that bit at the end um, as well. So I'm going to sort of split it into two halves. What do I feel that God has been saying to me? And then what do I feel that God has been, how does that apply to us? What do I feel that says to us as a church? So the first thing that really sort of hit me when I was reading this passage is that if the focus is on what, what has been given, not what the person doesn't have. It's not all the barriers, everything else that goes in. It's just, this is what you have. What can you do with that? And I found that really sort of like impactful when it's so easy to put excuses of all the things that I can't do. I can't stay out late at night. I can't stand up properly. I can't do this or I can't do that. But it's, the focus wasn't on any of that. It was just, what is the bit that I have? What can I do with what I have? And, and sort of secondly, I felt that it was, it was really personal. It was individualized. The master gave different amounts to the different people. And I think in that case, and I, you know, we all have different talents or gifts. And, and there, are, there are times when you're sitting and you're thinking, well, that person's got, like, they've got, they've got the big house that can invite people to, or they've got all that free time. They don't have kids, or they don't have this, or they don't have that, and they can do all of that. But it's, God puts, it's, for me, it was that sort of, this isn't about comparison. This is just about God asking, what can you do with what you have? And so that, that comparison to other people I think it's just like stripping away of, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. It doesn't matter what they have or they don't have or what you think they should be doing. This is just, what, does, what can you do with what you've got in your situation? And for me, that was such a, you know, a, a freeing but challenging thing because it's so easy to be like, well, why can't someone else do that? Like, I've done my bit. I can't do my bit right now. Someone else could step up. But it's okay, well, what can I do in my situation? Thirdly, this is all about investing, not serving and giving away. They weren't called to go and give away that money. And they weren't called to just give freely and empty yourself and end up with nothing at the end. And actually, God's, like, the modus operandi wasn't, wasn't great. I want you to have nothing, give all that back to me, and then you've got nothing at the end. It's, I want to share that with you. And that there is a, whilst this isn't, we don't do things for personal gain. I'm not saying that, like, I did youth work because I liked feeling good about myself. But it's that, it's, there is a reward from it. Whether that is now or in heaven or however that comes, this is 
we are investing in something. We're expecting to see that return, however that looks like. It might not be physical, but there is worth in giving because something comes back. And however that looks like, it's not just give everything away until you've got nothing less than your empty shell rocking in the corner. Like, there is, there is something that comes back. And the last thing that I sort of stood out for me is, it's quite serious. There's a, there is quite an abrupt ending at the end where it's like, this is a nice story. Throw him out, weeping and gnashing of teeth. You're like, well, okay. Um, and now, I think I want to be really careful here. I don't think that means that we are saved by our actions. And I don't think that means that our Christianity is defined by what we do. But I think, separately, I think that we have a responsibility to use what God has given us. And that God gives us these gifts and we have a responsibility to then use them rather than hide away from that. So they are the things that I sort of like, that came for me in that passage. So then what do I think it means for, for us as a church? I think firstly, sort of going back to it's personal, your gifts are unique. You have a very unique set of gifts and your circumstances, no matter if you feel that they are, you are big or small or whatever, they are completely unique to you and you can do something, you can serve in a way that is completely different to everyone else. And I think that sort of leads into my second point, and this follows on from what Lois was talking about last week when we were talking about the storms, is that the, those storms that we can be in sometimes, in those times where we feel that we perhaps have the least, can actually be where new gifts grow. And again, I don't think that that means that God gives us, God sends storms to give us good experiences afterwards. I don't think that's, I don't think that's what happens. But in those storms, new things, good can come from them. And I have been able, I've been able, through my illness, I've been able to support members of staff in my team better than I ever would have been able to do because I can empathize with the situation. What's it look like to return to work from that situation? How does that feel? And I can support people in ways that I wouldn't have been able to do before. And I think whatever those storms you're in are in, that doesn't mean that they are all solely bad. There are still actually some really good things that can be brought from them. Thirdly, I think the, the question and one of the things that came back to me is like, where do you feel God calling you towards? You know, it is not one size fits all. It is not serving in church or serving, investing your talents looks like this. It looks different for every, other, every person. And it's about, it's a relation, it's a conversation with you and God. You know, it's saying to God, well, where do you want me to go into this? Like, all right, fine, I'm willing, let's go. What do you want me to do? And I think, Tom, we spent a lot of time talking about calling and where do you feel called into that space? Because there are those things, like for me, I'm, I'm not someone who feels like I should be out standing on the streets praying for healing. I just, like the idea of that like fills me with absolute fear. But for me, I've always had a real picture of being like a field medic. If you're talking about like, like it's a battlefield and, and all of that sort of stuff, but that we have a responsibility to make sure we're, we're looking after the people who are out on the front line. And that, that really, like passionately, and so with, with youth and those people who are developing in their faith, it's, it's important to, to develop with those people and it will look different for different people. 
But there's no meritocracy. It's not like this one's better. Well, if you're doing this, then this is like, that's a beautiful way to give that gift. You know, we need people to shift chairs at the end of a service. I would be remiss if I didn't say we need people to give, to serve on toddlers and to help people with teas and coffees so that, the, so that other people can actually have those conversations. Some of those jobs, there's no, one isn't better than the other. It's using what gifts you have. But I want to also, my last thing is that this isn't a long list of asks. I've not come, I don't have a response. I've not come prepped by STC to say, can you get people ready? This is, this is what we're going to happen in September. Something new's coming. We don't know. And there's no, there isn't a list of asks of like, sign up at the back because you can now do all of these things. It's, you know, and from that last thing, what I feel God says is like, don't be overwhelmed. There are there are, you know, I don't want you sitting here going like, I can't do any more. I can't believe, like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not, whatever. Um, that God actually gives us a way. If you are in that space of feeling like that, God gave us a way. He talks about, to that, per- to that servant who had the one talent, he said, here's what you can do if you, if you were feeling like that, put it in the bank. Now, I don't have time to sort of like go into a deep of like, what does put it in the bank look like? So I'm not really sure myself. But like, there is, a, there is a way, if you're in that situation. For me, what do I feel like, very briefly, what do I feel like it is, is we have been talking about like that investing in yourself and your relationship with God. And it might not be, it might not be that you have to go out and do lots of things, but it's like invest in that space with yourself. I was really profoundly struck when we were talking at the church um, weekend at home that that vision of stand in the river that actually if you're in that space of like I can't give anything more I I can't do anything more and that's that space of okay well God's not asking you to necessarily do anything more just stand with him and be with him in that space Um, and I saw the last thing that is has been coming with me is this sort of this passage in Isaiah and I think there is there is, it feels like for me, God feels like there's been something building. Like, there is something happening in this new season. I'm excited about what that might be. Um, and there is a passage in Isaiah uh, which says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and the storms in the wasteland. It's quite small on that side. It would have been easy. Streams. Would have. <laughs> Maybe I need to go to the opticians. Um, but like some, I feel like there is a, what do I feel God's saying is that there is something exciting coming. And it's that he's making a way. So that like, for me, that's where I feel God's, what's God saying to me and how I feel it can be applied to us. That we have gifts, we can build them and use them. And, but it is a, it's about a conversation with you and God in terms of what does that look like. So as I come to a close, I'd like to invite the band out. Um, I think there's, there might be, there might be sort of three types of people that uh, respond in this space. And you might not be any of them, and that's absolutely fine as well. But I think the first people might be people who are feeling overwhelmed, who are in that space of just going like, mm, I'm tapped out. There's nothing more, or I can't do, like, I don't have anything I can give in this space right now. And the response for that, I would really encourage you to just stand in the river.
come up to this red carpet, just spend time with the Lord and just give that to God. Second people, I feel like there might be some people, and this might like not be many people, but I feel like there might be some people who feel a bit of resentment when we're talking about what's it look like to serve because they might be thinking, well, I already do this and I already do this and there are other people that could be doing that. And actually, the, the feeling is feeling a bit frustrated by that. And I've been there, I've been in that situation and I would love to pray with you. And if that is you, I'd love you just to come down to this sort of space and I can pray with you there. And then I'm hoping that there are some people who feel fired up and they're being like, yes, I'm ready. I'm interested in serving. I'm excited about that. I don't know what that looks like for me, but I want to step into that. And I'd encourage you just come for the front. And I'm hoping that people in the prayer team would be able to sort of come up and we'd pray around, pray around with you. But if, so if you feel, yes, excited, interested, keen, come to the blue carpet at the front. If you just want to stand with the Lord, you're feeling overwhelmed and you want to stand in the river, come to the red carpet. And if you've been feeling a bit resentful or just feeling a bit cross, frustrated about this whole talk, I'd love to pray with you down here. Uh, so I'm going to pray for us all now. Um, and then we are going to lead into a time of worship. But do come, be prayed. Kids, you've done brilliantly. Uh, well done. Father, thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you give us. Lord, and for all of that in this time, Lord, we just pray that you would just speak to us over this next season about how you want us to use what you've given us. Lord, and we pray for just a fresh perspective of our lot. Lord, and we pray for this next time of worship. We just pray that you would bless it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.